0: Hello, welcome to the Tuesday, September 1st, 2020 edition of the Sands and Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich and today I'm recording from Jacksonville, Florida. Did he has pointed out a couple times in the past how Visual Basic applications with password protection are working and some of the limitations of uh, this password protection. Now it doesn't really get in the way of uh, the analysis of any malware. However, in the latest case, it actually helped him analyze the malware. And this is a document that Xavier wrote about. This was this malicious Excel sheet that uh, was actually modified by some kind of security software. So the actual macro would no longer run. Well, DDA now shows us how to find the original file before it actually got hit with this anti-malware and identify the document based on the password hash that is included in the document and that was not modified by the security software. These password hashes are salted, so even if an author does pick the same password for two different documents, there will be a different hash embedded in the document, allowing us to find the actual unique document that then was obfuscated or defanged by this anti-malware and slack fixed an interesting remote code execution vulnerability part of the problem with slack is that it uses the electron uh, framework and in electron you are using essentially javascript and html to write desktop applications but vulnerabilities that are typically associated with web applications are now also exposing these desktop applications in this particular case javascript was able to be injected into the slack application which then of course led to remote code execution to make things worse there was also a cross site scripting vulnerability in files.slack.com which in turn allows an attacker to essentially use that domain that's associated with slack to host the malicious code little side story on this is that slack only paid out about 1700 for this vulnerability report via hacker one typically of course remote code execution vulnerabilities like this are reaping much larger rewards and security researcher Patrick Wardle who was of course doing a lot of work with Apple products has found a number of pieces of macOS malware that was notarized by Apple. Apple with the latest version of their operating system macOS came up with this notarization process which essentially puts more hurdles in place for developers to become authenticated with Apple as valid and somewhat trustworthy developers. Now, the problem here in particular is that the attackers here who managed to have Apple notarize their malware, didn't actually try even all that hard. The malware being notarized here was a variant of Schlayer. Now, uh, this malware you may have seen if you have done any work uh, with a macOS malware before, it typically does enter the system as a fake Adobe Flash Player update. I have to say in my personal experience, pretty much all malware that I've seen for macOS does arrive as one of those fake flash player updates. So not only that Apple trust a developer that then created malware, it also didn't do apparently a very good job and actually verify the software before it was digitally signed. And Cisco released an advisory regarding a uh, vulnerability in its Cisco IOS XR software. The distant vector multicast routing protocol is subject to a denial of service vulnerability. Now, typically I wouldn't highlight uh, this type of uh, vulnerability, but it is apparently already being actively exploited in the wild according to Cisco. This affects more their carrier-grade product, So your home routers and such are likely not affected by this vulnerability. And well, that's it for today. So thanks again for listening and talk to you again tomorrow.